right, all right. Uh, so it bitchin bitchin it's been on hiatus uh for three years too fucking long Uh, jesus it's it's time to bring this it has been time Uh uh-huh we've been talking about this right yeah um catch everybody up uh new co-host patty hi um, we we met because we're a bunch of fucking music nerds. Because we're nerds, just in general. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, love- yeah. I mean, in in general, but the music thing. Oh, absolutely. Is gonna be fun, and I thought a great way of getting to know uh, our new co-host is to share our favorite albums. Woo woo! Yeah 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 yeah. Yup. So yep. we both picked our four. Yeah. Which, it was a challenge. It well, it was so hard. It was so hard, and even picking the songs like off of each album mm-hmm. that I wanted to play. I like again today I was I just kept going back and back and back and forth between like everyone except for the Power Trip record. I knew good and well what I wanted off of that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like um yeah, I, I feel that. And, yeah. and yes, but there are some that I was also like agonizing oh, heard, over it. Heard her. Uh, but because you you're a new host, uh new co-host, uh you get to go first. So, shoot, what is your album first. number one? Yes. Yeah, straight out of the gate. Okay, my first album is, you know, I'm from Dallas, you know, born and raised. So if you don't like Power Trip, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> this is, uh, of course, you know, legendary Power Trip shit. Uh, Nightmare Logic. Mm-hmm. Solid record. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm thrash, like, through and through. Like, a lot of my, you know, my roots in, you know, my music rebellion as a teenager uh, came from the Tony Hawk's underground soundtrack. And so a lot of punk, nice. a lot of shit like that. So I like my shit fast. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, later on, you get into the hardcore scene and stuff. And then especially locally in Dallas, there's a lot of power trip shirts running around. And you're like, Definitely. oh, my God, what's that? And then your friend throws you uh, like, you know, like Lake of Fire and Acid and, you know, all that stuff. And you're like, oh, my God. Yes, more please. And then you go to power trip shows and you get your shit kicked in and, you know, you get trash cans thrown at you and you have a good time. And then... uh, (laughs) And then you buy it. And then you buy it. And then 2017 rolls around and the first single they drop is Firing Squad. And you're like, what? My pants are on fire. Literally. Like, my house burned down. Like, I had to move. so hot. (laughs) It's... I can't can't even go back to that neighborhood anymore because, like, yeah. They know you. The whole thing got set on fire. Like, the neighborhood doesn't even exist anymore. Uh, this power trip drops firing squad like Chris Ulsh, Nick Stewart. Oh my God, Blake Ibanez. Are you kidding me with the riffs? It's just it's absolutely nuts. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, I say we play that. Buddy. No, I say we play that thing. Let's let's go. Firing squad. <laughs> Oh, no. 
that song makes me want to mosh, even though I'm absolutely terrified of moshing because really? giant men will fucking kill me. Oh no, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, absolute behemoths in the pit. Like, so this the song. The song. Mm. The song makes me want to break shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, straight up. I was saying, like, whenever that, I've seen, oh God, times I've seen Power Trip, uh, rest in peace, Riley Gale. Um, I swear to God, like, there was never, like, that, that song would come on, and there wasn't even, like, it wasn't even a conscious decision. Like, I would just go, like, it would, all of a sudden I black out and I'm in the pit, and then, like, a couple seconds later, I'm, like, literally at the stage getting hit with a trash can. Like, it's that's what power trip shows were. It was like, it was nuts. And I mean, like, it, it's it's wild, right? Because I saw them at the beginning when they were not at the beginning, but like earlier on when they were like they were playing in rooms of like 30, 40 people. Nice. And like, shoot to however many years later, and they're co-headlining festivals with Carcass, and you know all that type of stuff, and but in rooms of what three, four thousand people. And it did. The energy just did not change. Like it was nuts from the start. It was nuts at the end. Like I'd I'd seen loads of heavy bands throughout my entire life. Loads of thrash bands. All the, you know, you know, a lot of just you know ass beaters from start to finish. And none of the shows ever got anywhere near as crazy as Power Trip shows did. Like bodies would just be flying. <laughs> uh, and it was it was always just. If I was even having like an absolutely shitty week or like month, if I knew I was going to a power trip show, like brought you back up, we're fine, <clears throat> we're fine. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I I had the pleasure of seeing them, uh, at Freeze in Dallas, uh, nice. and they were opening for Cannibal Corpse. Yes. And yeah. the power trip pit was fucking nuts. Yeah. Like. The whole room was Moved. the pit. Yeah. It was terrifying in the best way. Yeah, absolutely. And it's my friend went to that show, and he was like, he, he kind of noticed, like, because especially at Cannibal Court, which you got a lot of old heads, at, 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 you know, and how Power Trip, how quickly they won everybody over. Mm-hmm. Like, had just all of a sudden there's just a, you know, old school, you know, it's not because. Power trip shows, especially like in in Dallas, it was a lot of because Dallas is this this kind of thing where the the hardcore kids and the metal like the metal kids end up going to the same shows, so a lot of time pits at power trip shows would be like people like slam dancing and like crowd killing and stuff like that, but like I heard like the you know Cannibal Corpse shows like it's a proper circle pit like like popping off. <sighs> I miss yeah. those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, power trip. Nightmare Logic. Excellent choice. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. All right. Now my turn to share. Yeah. What you got? What you got? All right. All right. So I was raised on Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and all this classic rock. But um, Candlemas put out Epicus, Dumicus, Metal Kiss in in 1986. (laughs) Such an amazing album title. So good. So <laughs> Just, fucking good. And this album cover. Like I know y'all can't see it, but like look it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, and you know it. Like you know this. If you're if you're listening to this podcast, you know this. Right? Like Oh. Yeah, this is a milestone album in the doom metal scene. Absolutely. And Cornerstone. 
I'm going to be playing Solitude because every time I hear that song, I get goosebumps. So listen up, kids. It's Candlemask. We're going to learn you one. It's so good. <laughs> Here it goes. <laughs> Sitting here alone in darkness Waiting to be free Lonely and forlorn I am crying I long for my time to come Death means death life Please let me die in solitude
Fucking hit. Oh my god, y'all, like, are you shitting me? Oh, I just love it so much. Tell me. Oh, like, tell me the things. Oh god, okay, so, like, Solitude was the last song to be written for the album, yeah. and Demon's Gate was actually gonna be the first song. Okay. And I'm like, I don't just, I don't know if it would hit the same. That, that's how you, like, that's how you pop shit off. Mm hmm. That, y'all, look. The riffs on that are absolutely freaking nuts. Delicious. It, oh, so tasty. <laughs> like, with extra sauce. That right. shit was unreal. If you're not, like... that, That's the type of riff that you need to be, like, in a room or, like, in a car with some just stupid speakers in it. Just oh, cranked. Your eardrums are vibrating. Exactly. If you're not physically feeling it. Like mm -hmm. in every cor like every corner of your body. Right? Just yeah. like lock yourself in your bedroom, turn the lights out, just sit in darkness and just blast it. Exactly. Like, yeah. In his voice. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Right? Are we Yeah. Like yeah, they had other frontmen, but God, the first album just <sighs> every song and solitude oh. is just a great like welcome to the album. Yeah. Doom. Hi. It's gonna be epic. <laughs> And you're gonna like it. It's gonna be epicus. Yeah. Uh, also, L L Leaf uh, dedicates solitude to himself. That's metal as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 pretty. That's sick. Oh, We're here for this. Did you know that Candlemas was called Nemesis before? I, I did not know that. Yeah, it was Damn. Leaf's previous band. And when they split up, he was like, "Looks like I'm doing Candlemas now." Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. So how did you end up at Candlemas? Like, what was your... Um, I... What, what, what spoke to you about what Candlemas? I mean, just, like, the feeling. Every time I hear this song, it just, like... Oh, yeah. you get the tingles and the chills, and you just can't help but sing along, and it's just, like, heavy, and just, like... Like, the heaviness of it isn't so much in the speed, but just in just the sheer spacing between each, just, like, beat, and just... Mm. Yeah, I, I, it's hard to put to words. No, I know, I get like, it. Christ, fuck, what? Yes, Christ, fuck. Christ, <laughs> so, fuck what? Yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. No, y'all, she ain't wrong. Yeah, she ain't wrong. Like y'all can't see it, y'all couldn't have seen it, but like the look on this woman's face <laughs> when that when that shit kicked in, it's like a child in a candy store. This woman lost her mind. Oh my god! It was it was amazing. I it's, mean, that's how you pick your songs for your favorite. Absolutely. Albums. If you're not like losing your shit the second it kicks in, what are you? Why? Just go go take a nap. Exactly. Like, leave the candy store, go home. Think about your life. Think about exactly. <laughs> you need to reassess basically everything. Yeah, yeah. Why waste your time on uh, half-assed mediocre bullshit? Exactly. When you have fucking candle mass. Yeah. Well, I've I've done my share, my first share. Now time for your second. Yeah. What's what's next? Oh, well, I think let's let's uh let's introduce the prequel uh to Power Trip. Legendary Austin Band Iron Age. Ooh. Yeah. Fans of you know fans of Power Trip, and of course you know if you've 
if you know who Eternal Champion is, then you know who Iron Age is. I but fucking love Eternal Champion. Eternal Champion is sick. I'm still pissed that I didn't go to that show uh, when they played the first Evil Beat Festival. But uh, So, unfortunately, not long after Riley Gale of Power Trip died, Wade Allison, the uh, guitarist for, for Iron Age, died. And... But the man had the riffs, so they didn't get. To, they didn't play very many, shows. and they really weren't playing too many shows in the last couple of years, anyway. Mm. But, um, like uh, the guys in Power Trip, a lot of time credit Iron Age with, you know, kind of helping them develop their sound. Uh, but and of course, uh, this particular record that uh, that we're going to talk about right now, Dope Art, the Sleeping Eye. Oh, the riffs, uh, y'all! It's it's unreal. Wade was was a genius, um, but we I, I got into this record. I feel like I'm pretty sure I read something. It might have been Power Trip talking about Iron Age. I'll admit I got into Iron Age a, a little bit later, but there was uh, so in in the in the later years uh, for Power Trip. I guess the last couple years they were around. They put it, put on this evil beat festival, mm-hmm. uh, and the the first year um, that they did it, they ha- they actually got Iron Age to come and play, and my f- my best friend and I went, and uh, it really wasn't even fair. Like Iron Age murdered it. Like, it was unreal. I mean, the records are absolutely amazing, right? Like, they're so good. They're mixed well. The riffs are crazy. But seeing that in in a live room, like, because the pit popped off. But, like, also half the room was just sitting there looking at it like, holy shit, we're watching Iron Age. Like (laughs) The reality? The reality (laughs) of it is, like, good God. And it's it's unreal. Like, their grooves Mm -hmm. are crazy. They can go from thrashy to, like, sludgy. A little bit and they're gonna get atmospheric in parts and you can totally see how like after this the the vocalist went into eternal champion like it it kind of gets it gets really epic like that in in certain parts and it's first time i heard um arcana which is a song we're gonna we're gonna play i was just like shit this is crazy like <laughs> this is this is nuts and i will listen to it with my best friend and we were just sitting in the car like that's not legal, right? <laughs> it's illegally good. It's exactly. This has to be like a crime, but like, it's just it's just not fair to anybody else. It's just so good. Well, yeah. I'm excited to hear it. Oh yeah, we're going. Let's play that right now. Right now. Oh, 
I definitely hear the influences. Yeah, yeah, they're there, right? I mean, they share some members, so it makes sense, too, yeah. that they would have a lot of similarities oh, while yeah. still being, being unique, of course. Yeah, oh, no. they. It's crazy how they could, like... You know, of course, Power Trip never had songs that were eight, nine minutes like that, but you could definitely tell. I mean, just the, just the chugging, like, 
the galloping rhythms that come in at certain points. It's crazy how like how Iron Age could it they weaved in so much like into one song, and I think that song right there is like a perfect example. I mean, they could do it across the board, did it a, a, several times, but like they can go from like thrashy, like you know, you know, some ass beater shit, and then go get real sludgy almost immediately and then yeah. like and then come back in get a little groovy come back into that and then get like drop it down and kind of epic with it and then you know the dun, 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 all that and then go right back in just real fast it helps keep the song from getting stale oh so yeah absolutely yeah they uh they definitely knew how to how to construct a song them boys did yes yes and yes and i'm glad that they've put out the music they have oh for even sure though there's no chance in that ever happening yeah, again yeah, oh God. yeah there's there's no iron age i mean not saying the rest of the guys aren't immensely talented no way am i saying that but like wade was such a core part of that band like it's kind of right yeah it's like power trip going on without riley i just don't see that happening exactly i mean think i mean exactly you can't you can't read like they were they were talking for a minute about like trying to you know find someone else to front power trip and i just mm, those are some big boots they have big boots exactly <laughs> yeah. big stomping boots and that's just that's just not happening and thank goodness it, it, you know blake has has kept on and you know he started fugitive which is dope fugitive is so sick it is crazy because you know we're talking about power trip shows like in, in Iron Age shows like the energy getting like nuts real fast mm-hmm. and like a you know again not even a conscious decision like a switch just going off. Fugitive's the same thing like I mean I guess because it's in it's Blake I mean he was one of the primary riff writers for Power Trip so like you get like you get a lot of that same energy. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you, you saw them when they were here in August during that big festival, was I it? S- so I saw, I saw Fugitive. A wrecking Ball, was it? Uh, wrecking Ball, the first time. That was, yeah, that was their first time performing live. That, that show was absolutely stupid. It was so good. Um, Never had the chance to see Iron Age, though. I'm guessing. Oh, no, I saw them the once. I saw oh, them just the once. Just okay. the one time, and I that blew my mind. Um, they they just I mean seeing them with Power Trip that was that was the that was the big thing, like uh, just you know having the two, you know in in one space, like watching the influence and then you know and then the the influencee like come on stage later and just absolutely decimate the room like it was. Oh, the so, stage presence. It was perfect, y'all. It was it was so good. But nice. yeah. Nice. So uh what you got for me? Um excited. What you got for me? Alright, alright. So this is a band that I discovered back in probably about two thousand nine. Okay. I think to now two thousand nine, two thousand ten. I just moved to Texas. And uh the album that you see in front of you is not the one that I discovered. It was their third album, Insomniums, uh, Over the Weeping World. Sick. I'm pretty sure I butchered that. S- still sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway, that that album just, like, got me. I was like, wh- what? Over the Weeping World. That's oh, okay. it. Sorry, got brain it. fart. Um, but enough. yeah, I, I found that album, but I went backwards because... Uh, 
they had four albums out total. Yeah. So I start in the beginning, and the first time I hear in the halls of waiting, I was just like, I love Finnish metal. Yeah. Oh my god. Y'all, this album art, like even even first glance, like I haven't heard nothing from this record, so I know I'm going in, you know, cold. Blind? Um, have you heard of them? I, I've heard you talk about them before. Yeah. Okay, just, but but I mean bef- out. before yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like nope. they're like a band that has gotten pretty a lot of recognition. They, they've been going on a lot of tours. They were on the latest 70,000 Tons of Metal Cruise. Hell yeah. Um, which, if you can ever do that, do that. That shit is awesome. I love how, like, when we're in 2023 now and there are metal cruises. Like, oh, my God. I went on the first one. Yeah. Uh, so there was no blueprint. Shit just yeah. went off. They were like, the first night, they... I'm getting off topic. I'm getting off topic. Just just go it. Have the experiences. Um, I'm going to be playing Insomnium. The album is In the Halls of Awaiting. This released back in April 30th, 2020, uh, 20, 2002. Holy shit. It 2002. Came out in 20, 2002. Yeah. 2002. Um, Insomnium, the name, is supposed to be a word pertaining to dreams. Ooh. Yes. Yes, and their Above the Weeping World album is definitely a close second. Uh, but yeah, let's listen to The Bitter End. Ooh.
so that is my favorite insomnia song and album it was really hard to pick because i mean dying chant the elder i mean you just like any song on that album is so good like holy shit that was (laughs) like i had to back away from the mic that this okay like because it starts off all you know you know just yeah and then just straight just 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 we're just going we're just gonna kick that ass like immediately like it's crazy like it would go from like you know you know and then it would groove a little bit like they'd chug along real nice real Mm -hmm. nice real nice and then solo time oh and then back to beating that ass and then more more pretty guitar right it it just it got real like it was it was cinematic like i I could see myself like getting murdered on the battlefield (laughs) like (laughs) because i'm i am a weakling i'm not the one doing the 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 battling that's why i don't go in mosh pits yeah i'm a dainty lady but yeah like i really like how nilo's vocals are smooth and growly while still being like like you can tell what he's saying. Oh, you got they're super clear. Yeah, that's really good and I think a lot of people get a little muddy. Oh, no, absolutely. And it's crazy too cuz like well, this is like what their first release, yeah? Yeah, first and release. They formed in like 97. Gotcha. Like the they're they're like their awareness of like their dynamics mm-hmm. is crazy. Like the vocals, like nothing really overpowers like anything else like the vocals blend well with the guitars but well the drums blend well with everything like it's an absolute banger like again i had not heard them at all walking into this and like you can ask spring over here i was like several moments in this song i had several like holy shit moments like mm-hmm. yeah yeah a little bit like i lost my mind they're very underrated despite them getting a lot of recognition as far as like tours and and whatnot i still don't know many people that like know about them and they've been doing this for over 20 years and i'm like they're they're fucking good yeah 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 (laughs) and they're really chilling down to earth really so so you've met them yeah yeah Yeah, i mean that's how i got the record signed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she got the mess signed y'all uh-huh i was like i was like yeah i'm gonna be the mega nerd that comes in here with the first record. She, she flexing a little a bit. A little bit. And a being like, bit. I might have been a fan. Might, for, might for have been. While. Might have been. I might, <laughs> I might be a big fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Oh, um, they are going on tour starting in April with Enslaved and Black Anvil here in the U.S., I mean, they're heading up a lot of places like Denver and Texas. And, yeah. Uh, go. Yeah. Like, think, Enslaved is a classic it? band. I am very much thinking about it. Yeah, I've seen them live. I've seen them live at um, Trees, mostly. I think because okay. every time I've seen them, it's been at Trees. Sick. I saw them once at what is now Come and Get Them, the Texas. It's like, absolute why Why you name, name your venue such stupid things? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Again, it's like they're talking about this. It's like someone gave the 13-year-old boy in, like, 1988, like, the means to name things. Like, gave them power. Well, he's the guy that, like, mom and dad are like, what do you want to name your new little sibling? Axel. Axel. Let's name him, like, Blade. (laughs) (laughs) Axe. Exactly. (laughs) 
I actually, honestly, that'd be pretty sick, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> my name is Axe. <laughs> Watch uh, him be like the sweetest dude. Uh, he loves knitting and baking. Exactly. He's essentially just Martha Stewart with a dick. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm here for this. All right, so I'm very excited to hear what's next oh. on your list. We have things to talk about. Oh my about. god, sharing. Oh my god, share, show and tell. Okay, look. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're like super just just like losing it like over like brutal shit. Like it's just that's the whole point of this. It's like two absolute this whole thing got started because like I walked in to her place of work and then we just like I saw all the patches on her on her battle vest and I was like, Holy shit. We have things to talk about. It's true. Yeah. Battle vests are just conversation starters. They're, oh, absolutely. Like, why else wear a band shirt? Mm-hmm. Like, and then, like, the the look and, like, the look on her face would, I was like, well, what's that? And then woman lost her shit and went on for, like, ten minutes about, like, a bunch of bands I had never heard of in my life in, like, parts of the world I didn't know existed. And I was like, we need to do a thing. And then this kind of. Right? I was like, well, I've been trying to do this thing again. Yeah. Come do this thing. Yeah. And then every time I saw you for like a couple of months, I was just like, we have to do the thing. Let's do the thing. And then a couple weeks ago, she was like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, my partner's been like hella supportive and encouraging. And I'm Good. like, all right, I'm doing it. Absolutely. So now I get to talk about one of my favorite metal albums ever, period. Fight me. This, ah. uh, this album is called Meyer. That art's tits. The art is so sick. Uh, it's by a band from England, England or Wales, I'm pretty sure it's England, called Conjurer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and y'all, this record was made by a bunch of goddamn nerds. Like Perfect. Oh, it's like, okay, when, when she was talking about like having a very difficult time picking a song for, for Insomnium to play, I was having the exact same issue with this Conjurer album. I could not pick a favorite. Like, it just, it was, it was too hard. And I just had to think about, like, okay, well, what, we're just going to run through it. And then what's, like, just an immediate ass beater. Just, just right. And then, so the song we're going to play, there are songs in this album that are, like, four minutes, yay. And then there are songs on here that are, like, seven or eight minutes, and yay yay also yay <laughs> uh y'all gotta notice and there's some dynamic here because like sprina likes the the i lick them long the, yeah the 10 minute heavy. 10 12 minute you know, I'll, I'll listen to bell witch i don't give a fuck i'm go fuck. i'll put i'll put that shit on repeat 90 minute song bring it bring it and whereas you know i'm i'm the thrash person so like i like my songs like three minutes three minutes shows don't last any longer than an hour and you don't want them to because you're exhausted because <laughs> uh, you went so hard in the pit exactly that you're sick the next day i had that happen at a blood incantation show. no that makes sense though it was it, amazing it's them are brutal <laughs> yeah love that band uh they were a close contender on this list I'm be I, I'm, I was honestly kind of shocked i didn't see blood incantation here but amongst the list i'm i understand why mm-hmm. um but anyway so we're gonna play this song called wretch off of off of uh off of Meyer 
and uh, this I mean as soon as this song kicks on like prepare to punch a window like it's it's just it's it's just a good time <laughs> uh, this music's just gonna make me want to snuggle a puppy exactly exactly like just just go it's 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 good wholesome fun <laughs> yeah. for the for the whole family right if you live in Transylvania go for it let's go let's rip <laughs> How does that make you feel, Sabrina? Happy. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, same. laughs> I uh, so Conjurer is a band that I haven't heard before until I met you and you told me about them. So hearing them is is nice. It's yeah. nice to find 
uh, interesting music out of the UK. Yeah. Or not quite UK yeah. anymore, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, go ahead. You know, you tell me. You there's tell. some good heavy shit on there. Like yeah. some like, mm, just kind of like, I don't know. It's like getting hit in the face with a big slow fist. Yeah. And it still kind of hurts, but you like it. But you like it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, so you thank did, them for it. How did you discover Conjurer? How did I discover Conjurer? I think when this album came up, or well, like leading up to this album, there was a lot of hype. Like a lot of folks were talking about Conjurer. I, I'm sure I read like somewhere in like Kerrang or like mm. uh, something along that or yeah or oh God I, maybe I just saw them on, on a lineup with some people I cannot remember exactly how I found them but maybe I just saw the album art and was like fuck yeah and then because it's happened more than enough times with me right uh, and but like I just remember because I was definitely looking for some because. I, you know, the part of me that loves thrash, there's also the part of me that's, like, kind of a prog nerd a little bit. Because my dad, especially, like, both of my parents are, are, are <laughs> classically trained pianists. And, oh, yeah. uh, and but my, I mean, they're also, like, folk nerds. They're born in the 50s and a lot of stuff. And my dad mm. was really, still really into, like, King Crimson and Emerson, oh. like, and Palmer, of course. And, you nice. know, Kansas. Yes. You know, Genesis. All that stuff. And... Uh, so like there was a lot of prog around the house and there's a part of me that's always gonna love like the 8 to 10 minute prog epic and but like also like the mathematical stuff right like there's you know something that's super technical that's like absolute just chaos and then like you know but it's mathematical chaos right like it's controlled it's not like it sure it seems like it's a mess but really you kind of figure out what's going on there and then it goes just part of it, like there's there's brief snippets of it. Conjure does that thing like it's brief snippets, and then it goes right back to beating your ass. Like it's just like it takes a moment to go to its taxes, and then it comes right back to stomping your face in. Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's so responsible. It's so responsible. It's a responsible dominatrix, and yeah. we're we're absolutely here for it. Because like as you, I mean, you heard right? It can go from like it starts off just just straight up just. Boom, 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 just snare, dun, 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 you're done. And then... And then it, like, slows down a bit. Yeah, it gets kind of doomy. Stompy. Yeah, and there's, yeah. there's like, a... And it's you know, all this, and then... And then they go right back to beating your ass, and then there's, you know, like, it's... But part of it, too, like... I think part of what got me... Because there's songs, so you listen to the rest of the record, they get really atmospheric in certain parts, like, if you, if you especially on Thankless. And the Mire, too... Like they they really have a way of getting like building a, a whole like scene around what's happening, uh, and you can I don't know like especially this is this is definitely more the part of the record where you're like okay shit's about to pop off, and then but then you get like the songs around it like a thankless and you get the mire and you get you know this whole it's a whole scene it's a whole it's it gets cinematic, but like. To me too, what's, what's wild is you know I talk about like loving punk and hardcore and stuff. There are elements in their music that kind of like that definitely come from uh, come from metal and like come from hardcore and punk. Like there there are parts of it that are definitely like metallic hardcore. Mm. Uh, you can hear you can you can hear it. But anyway, so <laughs> what are you thinking? 
what's because I can see there's a look on your face. It's just like oh, I love this. Like, I am definitely gonna. How many albums do I have? Out? Two. Two. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. Listen to those easy in an oh, evening. Yeah. yeah. They are coming to town. Thank goodness. I've been trying to see them since this record came out, uh, and they have they have released one new record since then, Pathos, which is also an absolute banger. Um, but they're coming to town, opening for Chemist in May. The <laughs> question in May. May? It's May like eleventh or twelfth, I think. Nice. And I. I'm definitely going, right? Oh no! I already bought my ticket. Nice. I bought my ticket a hot minute ago. Uh, I have to see them. Have to. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be uh, I don't know a religious experience. It oh yeah, like. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Except I'm gonna believe it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so i see the album cover for the next things that is talking about and i am very 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 excited oh yeah oh yeah like one of the heaviest bands with and i'm gonna get a little shallow here with one of the most gorgeous front people in history tell me Oh my god. Okay, so um, my my gateway band was Metallica. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm in middle school, and I hear the Black Album, and now I'm not so keen on the Black Album, but you know, we learned like eighth grade. Oh no, absolutely. Seventh eighth grade me was like, yeah, Enter Sandman. Wherever I may roam. Uh, right, yeah. and yeah. that that's what got me through high school. <laughs> and then I get into college, and someone introduces me to Death. Death. And. I'm going to be real, going from, like, Metallica and having your ears used to that, which is, uh, they're, like, bordering on dad rock. I mean, they're kind of oh, dad music yeah, now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I honestly, like, hearing Death's symbolic, I, my, I was confused. I was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, but I liked it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just kept playing it. I just remember, like, listening to Death for, like, a week straight. Yeah. I just, all of their music on shuffle. Yeah. So for a long time, I was like, wait, what album is that song on? Because <laughs> I was just like trying to Heard cram that. it all in my Heard ears. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give me as much of this in my ear holes as possible, please. And it's been a week and I'm not tired. And I'm not exhausted. I think I'll go two weeks now. Thank you. Thank you. We'll keep moving here. Yeah. Um, I had a hard time choosing because I love Symbolic, but I also love Scream Bloody Gore. Yes. And they're very different, because Scream, Scream Bloody Gore is more just like, it's their first album, you know, they're not Mantis. Yeah. They're, they've been, they left that behind, 84 onward, they were death. And, I mean, let's just be fair, this is Chuck's baby. Oh, oh I, that's, my God, yes. Like, all of these different band members, like, came and went, but... You know, it was always Chuck, Chuck, which is why Death died with Chuck. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, God rest his soul, Wonderful. or whatever you want to say, Cthulhu monster, and Jesus, rot love Chuck in 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 peace. Yeah, but uh, symbolic is the album. Without judgment is my favorite oh, uh, one of Florida's greatest exports right yeah. put on your motion boots kids <laughs> here it goes
fucking love that shit. So, like, <laughs> I'm gonna need, like, <laughs> I'm gonna need some time. Like, y'all, let's. It, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> uh, okay, God, the part, like, the dun, 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 dun. and then like the drums <laughs> fucking hit and I'm just like oh that snare sounds perfect that is like ah oh. like is there anything what is best in life death death without mm-hmm. death what is life uh, boring nothing yeah I like uh, I am so glad I know about death they are like my favorite oh no i i can see why like their their balance is unreal mm-hmm. like you got these crispy monstrous riffs and then out of nowhere like these super melodic like very just very clean just effortless solos right right back into kicking your ass seriously what right yeah 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 like you know what i think i'm gonna do this week what are you gonna do i'm just gonna listen to it's been a minute since i've done this listen to just death from first album to last yeah and just just take it all in um and and just listen to the progression of just the first album being like just fucking just straight up death metal yeah and evolving into something more progressive for sure for sure how do you pick a favorite death album you don't it's hard yeah you'll just listen to all the death and whatever one makes you want to like break shit more is the one you go with i guess that's that's absolutely fair which one compromises you emotionally which is like uh i, I would say all of them because chuck's dead <sighs> god that's right chuck is death yeah, yeah, he he was the whole like. He is he is he is actually death. He he is. And he is banned death. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I whenever you know I, I work I work we're recording in the record store I work at. By yeah, the way, we a plug for the yeah yeah Black Cat Records and Comics in downtown <laughs> Dallas <laughs> Texas. Plug y'all. Hi, right across from the Alamo Draft House. Yeah, yes. so whenever people come in and they start looking in the metal section, I'm like, have you heard about death? I totally sold the Scream Bloody Gore to some, like, yeah. I don't know, late teens, early 20s guy, and I... Uh, Good for you. I, he came back once, but he was mostly excited about Frozen Soul, which... Fair. Good. Fair, if we're going to talk about death metal... Frozen Soul is a good band. Y'all, if, I don't know how you can't be aware of Frozen Soul at this point. Like, I'm... That, I, I might have been their first interview. Oh, wow. Oh, the flex. Oh, you God. can go back into you, the archives. You talk about being frail, but you over here flexing. Like, you oh, oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> yes. Death death is amazing. Death is um, incredible. If you haven't heard of them, fix your shit. Yeah. With like, peace and love, What are you doing? Shit. What are uh, you doing that you don't know about death? Just, just like, keep listening, and we'll keep introducing you to music with uh, each episode we play. Absolutely. You're going to, like, progressively hear me lose my shit more and more and more. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. But, all right, so you have one more album I to share with me. one last record, and it's crazy because it kind of doesn't fit in the rest of it. That's okay. Yeah, no, it totally works. I mean, so the last album, and I, this was another one I had a really hard time picking. Uh, because 
picking a favorite Baroness album is like picking your favorite child. Yeah, except I like Baroness. Yeah, uh, yeah and I don't have children. Um, well, yeah, figuratively. <laughs> my, my children are is my my vinyl collection. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but like, no, it's so I I ended up I ended up picking the Blue album. Uh, Wait, is it literally called the Blue? It's album? just well, it, yeah, it's called well. I think they call it like the Blue Record or something like on on. But I think we just most people just call it blue. Mm. Uh, like we don't not to be confused with Weezer um, by any <laughs> means. <laughs> by no means is there a comparison. But um, the this particular Baroness album has a lot of great great shit on it, like Swollen and Halo, OCG Hymnal, uh, Horse Called Golgotha, like so many bangers on it but I ended up picking Jake Leg just because I have so much fun with it in the car like it's one of those songs that whenever it kicks on like I have to just I crank the stereo and just just scream or just yell Jake Leg into the windshield and the steering wheel and or whatever poor passerby happens to be there when my windows are rolled down <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's so much fun. Like, and what makes it even better is like when I saw Baroness, y'all, that show was absolutely sick, by the way. Zeal and Ardor. Ooh. I know. Uh, Baroness and Deaf Heaven. Like, pretty solid lineup. Uh, I walked out, I left, and sure enough, I round the corner, and John Dyer Baisley of Baroness is standing there. And he and I just shot the shit for like 10 or 15 minutes, and he was like the nicest dude. Nice. Uh, but. And then, of course, now they've got the addition of Gina Gleason on on lead, and she is she makes these songs like she does something else. Like that woman is an absolute monster guitar player, but she's an amazing vocalist too. And like hearing what she does with these songs live is unbelievable. But like touching on, I think what I brought up a little bit earlier, I kind of have a thing for for prog, right? And I, I love it when people can build like like a, a big an atmosphere like a scene around everything that's going on like you can cinematic right you can see what's happening as you're as you're listening to the music and uh this entire record like it's 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 very hard to break it up into pieces like it it, it is it is one unit and uh, again like it's like it was very hard for me to narrow down a favorite song on this but it like the main thing I love about Baroness is even amongst like all the the time signature changes and and weird tunings and all this, it's it's just like there's a bit of it that's like accessible, like it's 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 a little bit catchy, and and um they I guess it's part of like the atmospheric element of it to it kind of like I don't know it it makes everything else go in a bit smoother like it I don't want to say candy coats it but it, it does make it like it makes every, I don't know you, you almost don't even catch yourself like singing along to it half the time it's just it just get, it's an earworm huh yeah I, I I'm gonna be I've heard of Baroness but I've never listened to them so I'm I'm excited yeah yeah uh let's let's put it on let's throw on some Baroness fuck yeah
So okay. first impression. Yeah. It's, what are your thoughts? It's, uh, I, I had no expectations. Yeah. Uh, God, I don't even know what I would describe it as. Like, it's almost kind of got a little bit of a stoner vibe to it. A little bit, yeah. But it doesn't. But it does. Yeah. Also, I could not stop. Like, I have been at record stores and flipped through the bins and come across a Baroness album. And the art is always gorgeous. And you tell me that the front man does the art. John Dyer Baisley does all of the artwork. Uh, bravo, Mr. Baisley. Yeah. You've got skills. Like, the proportions. and oh, they're, they're incredible. And they just, like, these look like just, they could just be... A woman walking down the street, obviously not butt-ass naked or with a fish on her lap, but... <laughs> Cracking Yeah, eggs. just like these very, like, human yeah. figures and, and the, just the shapes. And they make me think of, like, more classical-influenced right? art, bit. but modern. And, and then, the, like, I think it suits the music oh, really, absolutely. really well. And I really want to explore them more. For sure. There's, like... Because they, they came out of that whole scene. I mean, of course, they started in, like, the later portion of the 2000s, if I remember right. I think the Red Album came out, like, 2006 or seven. Because um, this came out in 2009. Oh, yeah, 2007, the Red Album. Yeah, and... But they, they were touring. I mean, I'm sure they, like, they kind of get lumped into the same... I say lumped in like it's a bad thing. <laughs> they get They get put in kind of the same category as, like... Uh, like Mastodon and uh, uh, Kylesa and you know, I guess Royal Thunder, um, stuff like them. And I mean, it's not a bad thing at all. Like those are f- absolutely phenomenal bands, but they they definitely have an aspect to them that that stands out, right? There's there's like a there's a progier element to it. Yeah. But there's also like you said, there's a stoner element too, though. It's like it's like a bunch of stoners took music theory. Like it's it's kind of, yeah, uh, but I mean that song is very much like a crash course in harmonic minor scales. Like it's, I mean it starts right off the bat, and then it just like it, you know you're running these these minor scales, and all of a sudden you jump into this like big major chord right when it it cracks open, and then the rest of the song the guitars are just popping off. But let's talk I mean the mix on this. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. The mix. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm terrible when it comes to talking about mixes. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, Brina like music. Music good. <laughs> you know what? I can't blame you. Yeah, like I will listen to just like raw ass black metal, and yeah. people will be like, oh, the production quality sounds really bad, and I'm like, but I like the muddy grossness. Heard that? It's yeah. Like someone recorded this into a potato. The, this <laughs> is potato. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I no, mean, like, it, it sounds good. Like, the quality of it sounds good. Oh, absolutely. No, it sounds absolutely fantastic. It's just crazy because there are parts of it that sound, like, super clear, right? Like, they're, these guitars are, like, even though they're, like, saturated with, with whatever distortion pedal, I'm pretty sure the guitar player, the singer, also builds his own pedals. Oh. Uh, well, then, maybe not at this point, but I he mean, does now. Th- th- that guy would just be an overachiever at that point. He is. Like, yeah, chill out. Is. You're making the rest of us look bad. Look, I mean... <laughs> This artwork alone makes me look bad. Oh, uh, God, I wish I were that good. Yeah, and it's... Uh, he's amazing, and he's only gotten better. But, like... Yeah, the Golden Grey album oh, art? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I know. It's I good. wish his prints weren't so expensive. I would definitely get on that. Uh, 
but like yeah it's it's the music is it's super clear but also the drums like they're distorted like the way the snare hits like it, it really crunches like but it works it all works super well together like it blends perfectly uh yeah baroness sold me so i guess i found baroness because i had a, a roommate in college who was absolute metalhead the guy that got me into metal pretty much to begin with like nice. i'd known him since freshman year of high school but he and i roomed together uh in college and he and i used to share records uh you know back and forth and he he got me onto a lot of good stuff i mean like he took me to see gojira for the first time uh with devin townsend he took me to hope oh he took me he took me to see mastodon with opeth and nice. Ghost when they were still like touring their their first album and uh, I mean he got me into a lot of metal but there's there's one day he handed me um, Baroness's uh, Yellow and Green and the production of that record is probably my favorite of any of their albums uh, and it's got some absolutely amazing songs it it sent me down a rabbit hole of just you know of of getting I mean. I mean, like, good night. I mean, again, because I'm already... He, he turned me on to Mastodon, too, and I'm pretty sure that's that's what opened the gateway for this one. Uh, I can see that. Yeah, right? Like, you, you listen to... Um, and I know it's not, like, a, a favorite amongst Mastodon fans, but he got he, he started me with The Hunter, which I really like The Hunter because it's, it's sad as hell, and it's, it's... Why is it sad? It's always just the topics, and especially the sparrow at the end of it, like, subject matter. Like especially towards the end of it, it gets really like, mm. Mm, like uh, lyrically, it's telling a sad yeah, story. Yeah, it's, but I love that album, um, just because all the textures in it are are just gorgeous, um, but because they definitely started experimenting with some some different, some pedal work in that. But, um, but yeah, because of all that, because of the you know the the, the again Mastodon definitely had some proggier elements too, and. You know, you follow that up with with Baroness, and it's just it's a guarantee, for me at least. Uh, and this album is definitely what stuck out to me for sure. Because I mean, again, we were talking about having to pick, you know, a favorite song, and this album was that was hard. I mean, fuck, I had a hard time just picking favorite albums because there's know. there's so more like like blood incantations hidden history of the human race or leviathan scar sighted like these oh, yeah. are two albums that part of me is like fuck it let's just make it six each yeah but we would be here literally all night we would be here forever and oh, i yeah. i do need to you know sleep, sleep at some point yeah yeah no heard that uh, yeah no for me i definitely had a couple extras that i was like well i also have you know crack the sky from Mastodon and I have I have Scream Bloody Gore or Leprosy mm. just you know just chilling ready to go like it's it's not easy but uh I could have picked a Creeping Death album oh that was so close <laughs> uh, it was literally right there uh, but it's yeah no this this Baroness album for sure is I mean just from start to finish again it's it's, it's really hard to listen to just one song on here you kind of have to listen to the whole thing but jake leg is is just so much fun but enough about me oh. what is uh like spree's got a gym for y'all y'all before we even the album artwork on this is gorgeous oh i'm a very visual person and looking at this is just 
Holy shit, y'all. It looks like something straight out of Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's just in regards to, like, the scenery, it is beautiful. Tell me what I'm looking at. All right. Um. Well, you are l- gazing upon the greatness. Thank that you for your is here. I'm Culloden Brood. Okay. Uh, that is the name of the band. They, it's a two-piece out of Utah. Very uh, nice. Just the name. Okay. So first off, a lot of people that know who this band is say that they're summoning clones, and to those people, you dummy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, dumb. the students have become the masters. Yeah. Like, no hate on summoning. Summoning is great, but these guys have just taken that influence and made it their own. Uh, the band got their name from the warlord in Steven Erickson's Malazan Book of the Fallen. M A L A Z A N. Malazan? Uh. Uh, it's a series of fantasy novels, but uh, I want to say it's an orcish warlord. Okay. Uh, We're here for it. We're I here for it. I need to read a... I want to read it um, because this is... Uh, first off, the album is called Echoes of Battle. Okay. Uh, so this is just the soundtrack to a fantasy novel. Oh. It's atmospheric black metal. Oh. I uh, mean... It is atmospheric as fuck. Like, this shit takes you on a journey. I am here for it. I mean, um, the album artwork alone... Yeah, the the album Transports sleeves me. Like, that I left at home. Yeah, gorgeous. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, oh my god, are you kidding me, y'all? Seriously. Uh, they this band hasn't okay. This album originally came out in 2013, and a few years after its release, the band gets on like Facebook mm-hmm. and is like, "Oh, we're totally working on stuff," and I'm like, "Sick." Yeah. And it's been like seven years since oh then and i'm oh still God. over here like waiting we're so patient <laughs> don't um, want to rush you guys but yeah i mean like i get it don't rush a masterpiece absolutely uh, and i will just continue to listen to echoes of battle on repeat like a crazy person waiting ever so patiently uh but don't worry i'm not gonna make y'all listen to the whole album you can do that on your own but i will introduce you to my favorite song wind autumn wind oh my god are you ready give it to me all right here it goes
I, I love that song so much. Dude, nine, about nine, ten minutes in, it just like, oh my god, that solo. Are you, you're still vibrating, aren't you? I am borderline catatonic. <laughs> uh, I, y'all, I had to take notes. Uh, like, I, I broke this shit down into parts. All right. Like, okay, so we're going to start. With this, with this introduction, we're gonna start with this first little portion of the song. Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't a moment really in this whole thing. I guess that there were there were moments where they gave you like you know a bit of a, lull isn't the right word. Like they gave you a bit of like okay we're gonna get real soft. We're gonna you know we're gonna give you we're gonna kind of build this back up. We're gonna take a break here for a second, and then they go right back into just being this epic, just just epic as fuck. Yeah, oh I know. I, I've used the word cinematic a bunch. This here, this is like literally could be used as a soundtrack. I feel like I just watched a short film. Uh huh. Like, like someone just did, like a thirteen minute like, okay. How can we take like just a battle scene and make it just so dramatic? And so effective in in that in that period of time, mm-hmm. and then they hired this band to do the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, but it's nuts because you have you have the vocals, you have the dirty, and then but also behind it, there's like choral elements kind of creeping in. Oh God, the like the the unison singing yeah, thing, then, like. like it's nuts because at the end of it, there's like there's small, you know, there's a little bit, tiny bit, a little bit of a hint. They're gonna bring in some, you know, some cleans or whatever, and then like, okay, and then this this minor shift comes in, and then like, okay, maybe the battle isn't going so hot, and you've got like, you know, some of your some of the heroes are maybe dying or not or not or not doing well, and then there's like this, and then it all of a sudden. Shit comes up and gets real triumphant, like it's mm. it's it's just and then like battle turns maybe and let's let's just talk about it. The goddamn solo, are you fucking with me? Oh, that fucking incredible! Jesus, fucking Christ! Like I just want to hear it again. Yeah, like it's so crispy, it's so clean, like that tone is is perfect. Oh. It fits everything mm-hmm. so well, mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere, here comes like it's not in the background anymore. We have dominant clean vocals, like in the front, and then like you get clean vocals, and you get this, you get this, the, the screechy black the, metal vocals, yeah, that and then <laughs> cleans, screechy, cleans, screechy. Uh, I'm a, I want them both. Yeah, I know, and they work so well together, mm-hmm. and then a fucking choir like this ensemble that comes in at the end you're just like did i pay for this <laughs> <laughs> like does this what is this this movie that this this film this it Next. almost like it's so good yeah so good Sprina. yeah you're welcome Yes, I recommend listening to it in actual like order. I don't really feel like it felt almost wrong not starting off with the first 
song on the album City of Azure Fire because they just <laughs> melt into each other and that leads to Echoes of Battle which goes into the song we heard Wind, Autumn Wind and then that goes into Walk to Walk the Ashes of Dead Empires and then you're listening to A Voice Born of Stone and Dust and you end with Book of the Fallen and it's just Oh, this These album, album titles, fucking goosebumps. Yeah, I'm literally time. like. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Okay, so it's criminal how underrated this band and this album is. It's a hate crime. Yeah. I swear. It's, yeah, understood. How? I mean, there's so much metal out there. Oh, there's so much that. Yeah, yeah, we're both self-identifying metalheads and you have bands that you like that i've never heard of and i have bands that you've never heard of yeah it's it's crazy it's It's just it is kind of like it's a shame that this band is like has been is kind of buried under like under so much because they they're like it's incredible like if the if my apartment caught fire i would throw michael over my shoulder and grab that record and run out that's fair Mm -hmm. that's that's absolutely fair Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good God. I can't even. Like, I... Wow. Uh, speechless. Yeah, a little bit. Right? A little bit. Um, How you, like... You dropped a banger. Like, I, I had to end with that because, like, What else? Thank goodness, because nothing follows it. Yeah, seriously, I'm just kind of like... I love how you... Honestly, if we think about it, we kind of pace this really well. Like we start off with you know firing squad, like good times of good times. <laughs> like like this store is not even in piece. It's not even one piece anymore. We we knocked a bunch of shit over. Glasses broken. I might get fired. Yeah, somebody died. Like it's it's, it's <laughs> some all, random guy uh, came in thinking it was a liquor store. Yeah, and then he's yeah, dead now. And then yeah, we didn't even touch him. Just the music was on, and then he died. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> and then <laughs> metal does like that. a four minute just thrash you know ass beater. And then we end with the epic as fuck atmospheric black metal. <sighs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'm thinking too far ahead. Maybe not. Uh, anniversary episode. We cover more of our favorite albums. I. Because there's more. I don't more. see why not. There's more I want to share, but I also want to highlight like new stuff oh absolutely but yeah special occasions we can just be like now i'm gonna inflict this it's like a cheese grinder to your ears maybe uh we'll see we'll see but that yeah uh everybody you can listen to uh to that album on Bandcamp. i recommend throwing your money at them if you like it because always support the little guys support the big guys too but the little guys are working extra hard Oh my God! To get their names out there and get their music heard and get a little recognition. I heard that. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe enough people go buy Kaladin Brood's record. Maybe they'll be like, "Oh my God, people care," and maybe they'll make more. Yes. Because I'm sure they're busy living life. Yeah, with jobs probably. Jobs, families. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, being a doctor or an accountant or maybe even a farmer. I have no idea. Who knows? You know, they are. They are human. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. But uh, I'll provide links on the Bitchin' Metal website so you can go look at all of this stuff. Um, support the bands that you love. Um, Y'all. Do you, do you have anything you want to 
throw in there before we end it? I, you know, like I am immensely happy that this is back. Me too. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is y'all cheesing real hard. This is <laughs> like you can just sit here and just talk about metal and like. I mean, everybody has, you know, they love being able to, you know, introduce, you know, kind of being like a secret holder, right? Like, it's just like, I hold this thing and I get to tell people about this thing and then like the look on people's face when I tell dope. them about this thing. Right. And that's kind of what, I mean, that's exactly what this is, right? Like, you get, we talked about it. Like, we, we each have bands that the other hasn't heard of or necessarily hasn't listened to. And then just watching the look on each other's faces, just like mm-hmm. in, in those holy shit moments. It's just about music discovery. Absolutely. Because there's so much, like God, like other bands, like um, if when we do this again, like throwing up some Leviathan, some Mallow Carpatten, uh, Blood Incantation. I mean, that's three already off the top of my head. Oh yeah. So yeah, we yeah. got a lot to talk about. Uh huh. Yeah. But yeah, I get. So like, what are you feeling? First episode back after a while? I'm so pumped. Uh, yeah, we'll do this monthly. Hell. You have a new episode at the top of the month. <sighs> Very happy about this. Yes. Uh, if you've made it this far in the episode, thank you for listening. Thank you. Yes. Listen to a couple of friggin' nerds talk mm-hmm. about nerd things. Yeah. And yeah. we'll continue to talk about nerd things. Uh, Absolutely. Just, sorry, it's not all going to be recorded. Yeah. Yeah. But, ooh, uh, definitely want to try to get some interviews, too. Oh, yes. That'd be yes. pretty sick. Go to a show, interview a band. Yeah, that'd be so sick. I used to do that before the pandemic fucking squished shit. Yeah, well, pandemic killed a lot of things. Mm, not Abbott, though. <sighs> but I'm sh- kidding. Unfortunately, he's still rolling around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, politics aside, thanks for listening. Yeah. Until yeah. next time. Until next time. <laughs>